0: gentlemen, welcome to the official first episode oh. of the IBHM Podcast. Oh. I'm your host, Arizona Burst, and with me, my dude, Dick Popo. What's happening? I'm black, he's Mexican, that's and now good. that we got that out of the way, welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast about nothing in particular. We're going to give you some hip-hop, some current events, some pop culture, some whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. Because that's what we do. And uh, before we start the show, let me go ahead and hit you guys with how you could get at us on the web. Our email is I'mBlackHe'sMexican at gmail.com. The official website is ibhm On that website, you can find our Facebook fan page. You can find our Twitter page, YouTube, Tumblr, WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud. If you want to holler at me, hit me up on Twitter at WhoIsAdversity. Oh. And if you want to follow my main man over here, Dick Popo, his main source of social media fuckery is I, at Soul Popo.
1: Yes, yes. Yes, sir. I, I'm usually an IG man myself. So if you Instagram, if y'all can find me on Instagram. Yeah.
0: And uh, really we're going to go ahead and start this out. We had some likes on uh, our Facebook fan page. We are currently up to about 24 people. Uh-huh. Which is uh, a good start. it is well, from a good start from somewhere. from a pilot episode <laughs> to episode one, some people like us. They really like well. us. <clears throat> so I want to give a shout out to the fans who followed us this past week. We have Lauren Doyle, we have Mattine Douglas, Celia Ann Granado, uh, Bardre L. Purnell. Bassam Faraj, Travis Bryant. Linda Mintz, Trinia Peoples, Blanca Milanis, Vanessa Garcia, Stefan Iron, Monica Van Dyke, Mike F., and Steph B., Giuseppe Alaka. I apologize if I pronounce that wrong, but everything is in Spanish on your page, and me don't know no we, Spanish. We have a good diverse sound of followers. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. And uh, in the last 24 hours, Zachariah Weck rector so uh we want to shout out strict nine we want to say thank you guys for following the page and uh we appreciate it and i want to give a special shout out to my main man travis bryant and barb dre prunel over at the pw torch east coast cast which could be heard every wednesday night on blog talk radio their recent show they gave us like three shots out on there and um i really appreciate that man that was like some free advertising i feel like i should hop on paypal and we owe them some money for that i I really do i follow for a follow how about that leave it at that so yeah so any of the people who follow this show who are pro wrestling fans go ahead and check out the pw torch east coast cast it's uh my main source of wrestling talk and news and just all that them them dudes are phenomenal over there so go ahead and fuck with them fuck with them heavy so if you like if you like seeing two men get buck naked and wrestle (laughs) <laughs> with, the, with the baby oil because that's how, that's how we get, well, yeah. that So I want to go ahead and dedicate gonna, this. Ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have it to show me. Dedication. <laughs> this first official episode is dedicated to, get out your Google searches, okay, I'm doing Kaya Victoria. First name, K- i a h space last name victoria v-i-c-t-o-r-i-a she is a musician from berlin germany and uh for anybody who watched the jay-z picasso baby video did you see it no i didn't there's a part during the video where they um, kind of stop the music for a quick second, and there's this chick, She's she looks like she's like black and white, right? Yeah, she looks mixed. Something, right? Where uh, she stops and she gets to sing for Jay-Z and everybody claps for her and all that, and um, I guess she's an up-and-coming musician, and uh, yeah, I, I I like what I see. I, I like what I see. Two things I'm going to hate on real fast. Uh-oh. Because, you, know, you know, I got to hate. Uh-oh. All right, you said what
1: she was... From Berlin or yeah, something, yeah. Germany. Yeah, all right. So I expected something very pale. Now, that's just <laughs> the racist in me. I wanted something real pale, I want something like real, I want to be you know, stuck on the flesh. But all right, so that aside, um, cause she is pretty, she got she, she, she is a good little balance, you know what I'm saying, and she's matty and thick. My second part of hating is she's on Jay Z, dick. <laughs> and you know, I know, I know you a Jay Z stand. <laughs> But I'm quite the opposite, so automatically I'm like Mm-mm, no.
0: So once again, I would like to thank Jay Z for introducing me to <laughs> Kaya Victoria, and she has that hair. Oh my God! Yes, since it. since I was a young boy, that that hairstyle, oh, it does it for me, man. It does it for me. So that's my current internet crush. So yeah, go ahead and check her out. And actually, I downloaded her EP. Um, I don't have it in front of me but uh, she has a hit song called Rooftops and she has a video on YouTube and actually at the end of this episode I'm going to play that record so everybody can check her out and um, find her on Twitter at Kia Victoria check her out if you like what uh, you hear make sure you tell her that you heard about her from the IBHM podcast
1: yes sir Uh, yeah please do and and, and actually so is she R&B
0: yes she's an R&B chick okay so yeah, right. so, so
1: now, now and you, I almost feel a little upset knowing all the details. Now cause I had to wait a whole more fucking week to see who this is. So but,
0: I know I like I like to wait to the last minute, hit you with the dedicated two so I could get that first initial reaction. Because I know eventually I'ma bring somebody up. You're gonna be like, yo, that bitch is busted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got this one next. Time. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah. Alright. All right. yeah. You go ahead okay. and do that. All I'm right. with it. Okay. So uh, let's start this off with some random thoughts. And my first random thought that I want to get out there, a little bit of randomness, is um, this might be a little controversial to some people out there. But I am sick of twerking videos. I mean, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Exactly.
1: But how do you not like... looking at twerk videos
0: it's it just goes down to that like you said if you've seen one you've seen them all i've seen little booties i've seen medium size i've seen big gargantuan booties getting a twerk on and i i've seen them all like if someone could do something creative like, because for a while, they were doing the whole thing where they were, like, twerking in Walmart. And look at me. I'm twerking at church. And, like, they were doing, like... No, you're yeah. lying. They don't do
1: twerking at church. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, it was one... I've only seen one. It looks like the chick is in the church and putting the twerk That's on. kind of what's up,
1: though.
0: I'll praise <laughs> Jesus for <that. laughs> <laughs> I've just... I, I've just seen it all. And then, honestly, it's funny because I had a crush on Miley Cyrus for a little bit after she did her twerk video... And I, I do have to a lot of people were hating, oh, this bitch ain't got no ass. Yo, I liked Molly Cyrus's twerk video more than anybody else's because it was sexy and classy at the same time. She had the whole little outfit, she did a little dance routine to it, you know, the uh the filter on the camera had a it had a little filter on it, so it was a little artistic. Like I was fucking with it, like okay, she did something different. But now with that being said, you have a pop artist who got her twerk on and us as hip hoppers once the pop people pick it up it's supposed to drop it onto the next one that's what we do I'm just saying I'm just saying
1: I don't know why I had to feel so defensive about it because, <laughs> you know what the thing is though I haven't been online enough to see enough videos that I've yeah. gotten tired of it. I've gotten tired of Miley Cyrus already just because she's just <laughs> some real cute and tiny attempting to twerk so she's more adorable yeah. that she's trying to anything else but I did finally see him like a big old Jamaican gargoyle
0: bitch do like truly use the ass meat. Yeah. And I was like,
1: oh, that's what
0: that is. I like that juggling trick. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. And then especially like there was a video that came out about a month or two ago, and uh, shots out to Tommy Tommy Soto on a uh, YouTube. He ethered this bitch. <laughs> uh, it was uh, a black chick. She had a like rock waller tattooed on one ass cheek and like a pit bull on the other and she was in her physics class twerking for the other students in the class and it, oh, it's always hilarious if you ain't seen this video you gotta check it out it's like a uh, girl twerking in physics class just do a google search of that and you'll see the shit and it's hilarious because their teachers are like an older white dude and he's in the back he's trying to get his little trying to get jiggy he's with get it she's it? doing it he, trying to get in he working? looked a little excited like he stayed in the back like uh, he didn't, he didn't what get what up on, on her but he was kind of oh look oh uh, show the you can't see
1: this right now Arizona first dude oh. this room Just Arizona you could be Creepy man. I can see that, me right that, that creepy
0: old man ooh look at that ass so it, but it's just, I'm just I'm, I'm over it and actually like a, we were talking about Vine earlier before we started recording and um, I don't have the Vine app on my phone because I have too many fucking apps on here to begin with but on World Star Hip Hop at the end of every week they have like a best of Vine videos for the week and normally the clips are like 6 to 10 minutes long and as you know that's a lot of fucking Vine videos because they're what like 6 seconds long and the first, like, two to three minutes of every one of them is just twerking, just twerking, just twerking, just twerking. See, aren't you guys sick of hearing it? I'm sick of watching it. Let's move <laughs> on to something else. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Next one. So uh, another random thought I wanted to uh, throw out there is there's two terms that are used in hip hop that I over completely over it. One of those terms is hating and the other one is dick riding. And I'm so sick of these two fucking terms because, like, every time, like, you'll have... I, I've had conversations with people, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that new Lil Wayne is hot. And I'm like, no, I'm not really feeling Lil Wayne. Oh, you hating? No, I just think he's whack. I just think he's garbage. And just because I don't like something doesn't mean I'm hating. It just means I don't fucking like that. And I just... We get that a lot. And especially, once again, it's in the hip-hop culture. You gotta like what fucking everybody else whatever is the new hotness you know you gotta ride with it but then on the flip side of that you also have um the dick riding thing when you if there's something that you do like oh man you just dick riding and I'm sick of that too like can't why can't we just like stuff can I just like and dislike things can I I always I either have to be a hater or a dick rider I just can't be just commentating on what I see I mean what the fuck is up with that
1: See, all right it's like a catch 22 right yeah. because either you either you like either you have you have to like something or because you'll be a hater you know what i'm saying being a little bitch about things yeah but then when you do that well the fucking you know, you're a dick right it was like so really there is no fine line mm-hmm. all i know is i hate everything and i hate everything <laughs> equally and i will fucking say how much i hate I, I hate it all
0: <laughs> all i hate it all that's why i need jesus because i hate so damn much <laughs> And that's the thing, too. And that actually brings up something else. Um, It'll segue in a minute. But um, there's another thing that I see a lot of times. And this goes to the whole, why can't we just like what we like? There's another thing I've noticed with a lot of people where if something does become popular or if there is something that a lot of people are rocking with, if you like it, too people are like oh well you're just you know liking that because everybody else is liking it and there's this whole thing where um like once something becomes popular you gotta stop fucking with it and i saw it back in um back when that good kid mad city shouts out to kendrick lamar when that came out last year you know as i'm i said before i say it again i fucking thought it was a phenomenal album And uh, after hearing it a a couple times, I posted on Facebook. I didn't say if I liked it. I didn't say if I hated it. I just simply posted good kid mad city. And I had a, a friend of mine on Facebook chime in. And he was like, yo, he was like, yeah, that shit was alright. He was like, I mean, everybody riding Kendrick dick now, you know. He was like, I was rocking with him back when he was K Dot. I mean, I'm not really feeling his new shit. And it's like, yo, like mm-hmm. you're one of those cats where like when nobody is talking about something, you're all on it. But then when everybody else starts liking it, you're like, Oh, I'm I don't like that shit anymore. And it's that's like just like wherever the fuck you wanna like. That's real hipster. Real yeah i fucking kick <laughs> kick a hipster down a flight of stairs and ask who's tumbling now i mean Ooh, i just one. yeah that's yeah save that for yeah, you we'll get right. that. but yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah i just i just hate that notion that if if uh, something's popular and if you like it too, you're just doing what everybody else is doing. You know, it goes to the whole saying, um, if everybody else jumped off of a cliff, would you do it too? Well, what if I was already at that cliff getting ready to jump and the crowd just so happened to show up? Yeah, y'all I'm not had me here. I'm just, y'all, man, I was doing this already. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. This is just a coincidence. <laughs>
1: well, actually, what did we talk about last time? About how kind of hate is new love? the right, new
0: love, uh, uh.
1: So, I mean, in a way, like I said So when, but when I, There's a big difference, though When you're gonna hate because It being popular And you're trying to be yeah. like a little hipster fag Or you're hating because You know, just so this specific shit that you don't fucking like And like I said, whether it's someone's uh, Views uh, yeah. someone's uh, general topic the tone the shit that they're saying I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to offend you the, the reason that you're not going to like it or can just be a whack ass what yeah. have you if you're going to hate on something, usually it's with reason usually when I hate on something like let's say you're Jay-Z I'm also kind of giving props yeah. because cause I respect you Yeah. Uh, but we're more or less someone who I hate a lot but I actually love him like like opposite of Jay Z yeah. is uh um, what's his name ASAP A- Rocky. Oh, like <clears throat> I hate on him because he's doing all the right moves. Yeah, and I hate that it's so d- uh, different that it works perfectly. Yeah. that I'm like oh I hate his ass,
0: but he's real good and I have every album I hate, and I hate on him because uh, he's fucking Iggy Azalea and I don't no appreciate way. that she got his Shut name up. fucking tattooed You're like on his pinky me. or something. Yes, he's beating those. I'm so good. So now jealous. I have reasons to be <laughs> hate. If you have not seen Iggy Azalea and seen the video for work, you oh, know, I don't know where the hell God. you've been at. Oh, and like I wrote a blog about her a while ago on my a Different State of Rhyme. dot wordpress. dot com page, but where I was saying how she's good for hip hop. Like I want to see Iggy blow up because she could be the the female equivalent of uh, Eminem I think she could be real good because the whole thing like a lot of people get into these whole where hip-hop is only one thing or it has to be this or it has to fit in that box I love that hip-hop is branching out and I love that you got dope boy music and you got gangster rap and you got nerdy shit and even you got pop shit and you got White female artists that are starting to blow up from the Creyshons to the Lil, Lil Debbie's to the Iggy Azalea to the Snow the product. We'll talk oh, about her real. in a second. But um, I I think it's good for their culture because, for one, it broadens the horizons, it brings different people, you know, to check out what is going on in the hip-hop world. And it's also good because hip-hop is all about, let me give you my viewpoint of the world. Like, this is what's going on in my world. And that is actually one thing hip-hop hasn't really had is the viewpoint of a white woman. So I would love to see Iggy blow up. My only and I have down, I have all of her material on my iPod. The one thing I do gotta hate on with Iggy, is she talks about fucking too much for me. I wish she could kind of branch yeah. out, give me something else. Like, okay, I know you could put it down in the bedroom. I've seen what you look like. I I know, but just give me something else. Give me something else.
1: Well, in, in my little bits you know, I'm finna hate. Um, <laughs> and I love her, and I think she's god awfully sexy um she's very she's uh she's a product she is truly a product she's she has a white beautiful luscious skin to cut you know (laughs) to trick the black man (laughs) and the mexican into being totally obsessed this white woman really put on a damn pedestal but (laughs) she also if you think about it she sounds like a white trina she's rural real south florida bitch comes from australia she talks with that accent this shit is a facade she's being (laughs) sold to us to manipulate and to buy to so, take over you know so it
0: makes sense she is good for hip-hop she's just exactly what hip-hop is a fucking product of product placement yeah. so. that's exactly where we are at in the hip-hop world nowadays it's all product placement it's all branding and that is where we're at so she real bad <laughs> it's bad though mm-hmm. i'd say that much but uh so uh i had a question that i want to put out to all the hip-hop heads out there um and actually not even to the hip-hop heads just to the world in general it's something that I've always had a problem with, and I just I can't understand why hip hop is treated as a monolith. And the question I want to know is why are there no subgenres in hip hop? Like us hip hop heads, we know that there's subgenres. You know that you know you have gangster rap, and you have uh, socially conscious, and you have you know a whole bunch of different types of hip hop music. But when you get to the billboards and when you get to the iTunes and when you get everywhere else, everything, if you're kicking a verse on something, it's hip-hop slash rap. And I have a problem with that because when you look at rock and roll, anything with a guitar and a drum kit, its they have different subgenres. You have fusion and metal and death metal and you have and blue metal and scream rock and you just you have all these subgenres exactly and you have classic rock and you just have all these different styles and that's good for rock and roll because these people in these different subgenres aren't competing with each other like the cats that are doing punk music don't give a fuck what the alternative guys are doing because they're in two different lanes it's all rock and roll but they're in two different lanes but unfortunately, hip-hop, everything that you're rapping on, they put a hip-hop tag on it. And I think that's the reason why you have a lot of debates, like going back to when Nas dropped the Hip-Hop is Dead album. And remember, Soulja Boy got pissed off. And him and Soulja Boy kind of had a beef and going back and forth about what hip-hop is and all that. And in all honesty, for everybody who hates Soulja Boy, once again, Soldier Boy is good for the game. Yeah. You need... Like, there's no problem with having a soldier Boy out there, as long as you have a Nas out there also. And they kind of did counterbalance, and really, it was a yeah. good promotion for both of them, because you yeah. got
1: this one little shit who has the internet going crazy, <laughs> and you have a legend who <gasps> kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah. Not sure they fell off, but I mean, but it's no, been he, out of yeah. the hindsight. Yeah. So it worked for both of them, and yeah, it is good for hip-hop. It, yeah. Good competition, which will then hopefully bring us into the Kendrick verse yeah, uh, we're a little into bit later. Bills, yeah. but, but really quickly, though, when you go back to to subgenres in hip-hop, to me, how it was described before was you had your East Coast music, which was your boom-bap. You had your West Coast, which is more your funk. Your funk. And Hank, uh, well, I don't want to say hand claps, hand claps go anywhere, especially yeah. uh, like uh, uh, Middle I don't want to say Middle East, like shy, sort of Midwest yeah, yeah. sort of stuff. And then you have your down south. I mean, there's differences in that. Exactly. And kind of to go back a little bit on my hate on ASAP. Yeah. He's this guy from, was it Harlem? Yeah, he's from Harlem. Harlem. Yet he spits like he's from Texas. Yeah. And his beats sound like a good mixture of what's in. A little bit demonic, but also with simple boom bap. Yeah. uh, homages where it's still different so it's, it's just like it, it's combination I think he's something that is hip hop because it's literally yeah. everything so yeah. everything else should be categorized as down south or you know what happened
0: yeah and so it's just but I see it from like the outside like I remember I had a conversation with this uh, older guy at work he's like a 60 year old guy And um, I was walking past his workstation. He had his radio on, and um, he was looking, listening to Cool FM. And out here, Cool FM is what is that? That's the old. um, It's like old sixties rock, right? I don't. Yeah, it's easy listening sixties rock. And uh, I had walked past him, and uh, he was, uh, like I said, listening to Cool FM. And um, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, you're listening to Cool FM. And he was like, yeah, I don't listen to that cop killing music. And it was like, okay well for one i I wasn't even mentioning nothing about hip hop, like, oh my God, old man, you're not listening to this hip hop stuff. this is what us kids are doing. like that wasn't the point, but then it was also funny because you do get a lot of that people, especially the um older Caucasian demographic, if you will, they have a view of hip hop, and I just i I me as a hip hop person for life hip-hop pumps through my blood i'm gonna fuck with this shit forever it's just it's what i do it's what i grew up on is what i do and i just get upset when i see someone saying how negative hip-hop is or it's this or it's that when it's like well no that's not what all hip-hop is and you're looking at one demographic of hip-hop and you're putting everybody else under that category like i remember uh fox news lost their fucking mind when common went to uh, do that poultry thing up at the White House yeah. do you remember that it was yeah. what like a year or so ago yeah. and I remember Fox well, it was in the first election first was election it the first period. was it yeah. that long ago yeah oh shit. A few yeah. Years, yeah well yeah when he went up there and uh Fox News had lost their mind that this rapper was going to the White House and they were trying to come up with all this stuff and the only thing that they could bring up is he has the song a uh, song for Asada which is off his like water for chocolate album and they and were like oh he Oh, oh no see so that,
1: was, that was like his breaking point record
0: yeah and, and they were like oh my god he's praising this this uh cop killing person and that's a story for another day because there was a lot of fuckery with that she whatever there's a reason why she's in cuba and the cubans have been protecting her for like 30 fucking years now that's another story but it was just funny that it's just that notion that oh you rap so you must be misogynistic and drug dealer and all but no that's not what all the hip-hop is about
1: i'm laughing that he was that would bitch over common and common who's a quote-unquote backpack rapper you say who's one of the
0: nicest motherfuckers in the game? Common like, is the most non-threatening hip hop artist we have ever had.
1: Yeah, we don't we don't want to say he's the Brian Gumble of, uh, of hip hop, but he's but pretty he's a good close guy. to the he's Brian Gumble. in in a respectful way, he's, he's not, not Ice T, exactly. Which is what that old guy you could tell you the old time fucking racist because you could tell <laughs> rap when it came when they became big in the '80s. That's when fucking Ice T came out with Cop Killer, and yes. that's when he stopped. He's so, so he's stuck in his own he his heard that shit
0: and said fuck this hip hop stuff I will yeah, never I listen to it again and once again I mean it's not for everybody but it's just that whole thing where I mean you don't get that with rock where you know somebody's a rock artist like Rolling Stones don't go out to do a concert and then people are like oh that's that satanic death metal music well no that that's classic rock yeah. and then that also goes to plus, maybe but boom. Doom, doom. but that also goes to i know you won't agree but jay-z i'm a fan yeah. of jay-z <laughs> and jay-z is uh what like mid 40s and to be 100 percent honest i would not be mad at jay-z if he's rapping into his 50s and the reason why I say that is is because you have rock music where you have the Rolling Stones yeah. and the U2s and all that who go on these world tours until they're 60-something years old. Why can't hip-hop do that? I'm excited to see if it does go that route well, because, mind you, we don't yeah.
1: have Grandmaster Flash. So no. We don't have, I mean, any old-school rapper. really. he kind of is the oldest one in the game. Yeah so i'm interested to see i mean hopefully i mean i'm sure he stayed relevant because he's figured out a way to do it especially yeah. with these young artists like cole and everything who are to keep him alive yeah. but i'm wondering what the fuck is he going to be talking about come 50 because he's
0: supposed to retire since fucking black or is it black black album, black album. yeah black album come on and that's the one thing too like i know a lot of people were complaining about like his new direction with the music he's talking a lot about You know, vacations in Sam Tropez, and he's talking about Basquiat the painter, he's talking about a bunch of different artwork. But I, I would rather him do that than be sitting around talking about selling drugs and moving and when you haven't done that in 20-something years. I'd much rather him talk about his rich, black, elite life because that's where you're at now. Yeah. So it, talk about that shit. shit. And it makes sense. Like, so that was yeah. my one complaint about that one track where he talks about having to get pay- baby uh, Pampers the Baby
1: and yeah. Vacation Hamps that hit it on, on the <laughs> pilot episode. But, I mean, the, it's relevant to him and that's why I, I do accept it from him because, yeah. hey, that's where you're at. Cool. Yeah
0: real and that's the same thing with uh like snoop dog uh or snoop lion excuse me but um i'm not mad at. St- i've never really been a big fan of snoop i don't think i've bought any of his cds but you know i keep up with snoop i fucks with him and um that's i i i i got the utmost respect for him in this reggae direction that he's going uh through now excuse <clears> me <throat> and um he has Still to rapping yeah and i like that he's evolved his style like i remember even going back to the uh sensual seduction going back to that shit yo i wasn't even mad at him on that record because it was like everybody was doing the auto-tune thing but everybody was doing auto-tune one way and he took it and he made it his own and he stayed he's staying relevant by keeping up with how the music is changing Hey, go ahead. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I was gonna say that was funny about the video, uh, and even the song. He took it back to the '70s. Yeah. And anybody who knows Snoop, you would imagine him being that pimp. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he's he's that pimp. So when he was up in the in the in the, the old ass, was the bright pink? Right. He looked like fucking pinkies. I mean, it, just, it made sense. Like, all right.
0: This is why you can do that. Yeah. And that and that goes back to what we were saying on the pilot episode. That's the reason why 50 Cent is no longer relevant because he kept trying to do the same thing over and over. And it's like you got to you got to evolve with the music and you got to evolve with your life. And that goes back to Kanye West. I know a lot of people who stopped fucking with Kanye were like they really liked what he did on College Dropout. But they didn't like how the music changed afterwards. And it's like the music is going to change because your lifestyle changed. That first album for all artists is normally their best album because you, it, however old you are, it took that many years for you to make that album. You know, like Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. Jay-Z was 26 when that album came out. So it took Jay-Z 26 years. Yeah, it was 26. It took him 26 years essentially to put that album out because that's his life story from then on out. But then as you grow and your lifestyle change, you got to kind of... Hip-hop is about talking about what's going on around you. And if your life changes, the music needs to change as well. It's kind of funny that with 50, he had a case of when
1: keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> because he does keep it real by trying to stay... <clears throat> in the lane that he was in yeah but he didn't evolve and yeah. he's a smart businessman or he he yeah. shouldn't understand rebranding but yes. he doesn't want to lose his core fans because what's the yeah. what's the biggest thing in hip hop keep it real yeah just not
0: forget where you were yeah but it sucks for him because he's not evolving yeah and at the end of the day that'll be the death of your career so and uh sure. speaking about people staying relevant and doing their thing over a long course of time I gotta give a shots out and a big fucking thumbs up to tech nine yeah yo i've never followed tech nine's career and i still haven't heard any of his like i haven't bought an album i know you said you got the new one yeah and what'd you think about it uh well and i me who once again haven't
1: been a fan necessarily because he kind of reminds me when i first heard of him he kind of sounded like an eminem evil-esque I'm going to talk about fucking sticking shit up your grandmother's asshole sort of things Which, (laughs) mind you, if you're into that, then cool, you know, by all means. That's your thing. I'm just in. But it was like, you know, even those were my dark days, and I still wasn't like into this. I I really didn't like him. And I kind of have my theories on why he's able to come so hard now. There might be some evil intentions because he has some sponsors to be able to have the kind of lineup that he has. But for being an independent artist who's been around for over 10 years who's been independent this whole fucking time who makes his money off of tours and his own merchandise and he does it for real for real he had a a stellar cast yeah and it's i think some of the songs are too overly featured kind of like think of e40 he's been around so long yeah when he makes a cd he's kind of more doing it so that other people can have a little bit of shine exactly
0: yeah he's bringing up like the new cats in his area that are coming out Yeah.
1: yeah And one thing I will say, because I'm a man of all genres, and I specifically can tell about my taste, I like folk music. I'm a hip-hop head who <laughs> likes folk music. So naturally, that goes into rock. And one thing that I thought was really dope about uh, Tech n new album is that he did have a lot of rock influences. See, I guess he's apparently, supposedly, he's always had this, but now okay. it's official, like for for rock, my rock kids, if you got some rock kids, this he he has chugs in some of his beats and, and some well one of the beats specifically has a little chug chug, chug like it's okay. it's really known it's finally blowing up it, it came out in uh, early 2000s but like now it's become like a stable to where it's kind of played out okay which some of re- I has I saw I heard someone's review he's a fucking big hater shout out to Needle Drop um talking about how he's kind of behind but mind you this is
0: new to hip hop hip hop exactly. doesn't know this yet exactly yeah and. And you know, I was just going to say, uh, I'm kind of segueing going somewhere else, but we'll bring it back. I know when, um, what was it? Was it the Watch the Throne CD? Was that the first CD that kind of introduced the dubstep sound to hip-hop? Well, which track? Well, like the Ham record. Like, it was a couple records they did where they had, oh, and... um was it at the end of like niggas in paris the full extended version that was on the was album it? they had kind of like a mal dubstep element it was, to it what it was it was just eat, good eqing <laughs> yeah basically and, and that's what but it was, it is, it was like, hip-hop's take on like dubstep if yeah. you will but going back to 2006 i believe uh my dude mike shinando from lincoln park shinoda i never say his name right (laughs) but um he had the fort minor group with the rising tide which oh i fucking love that album but at the end of one of the records um in stereo he had the dubstep like flip up eq sound at the end of it and so it was funny when i saw people in hip-hop hopping on that sound and it was like yo he did that shit like years ago but it was before no one was ready for it and that's what it is Really quick yeah. I want to say I started dubstep music
1: Because when I started Fucking with Reason And I had my little My little MIDI controller yeah. You know You have the little warp shit yeah. What is it What is it called yeah. The Yeah The and little controllers because- Yeah Yeah the con was it, was it called again uh, key Tr- controllers key and controllers just all that the, the knob shit, shit, yeah. the little knob and me just being lazy
0: not knowing any fucking chords I just yeah. wanted to make noise I started that shit <laughs> <laughs> but, but no I got a love for Tech 9 um off of I follow Hard Knock TV on um YouTube and they had an interview with him cause one thing I like to do I, I'm a bit of an alcoholic um, I apologize for it but what I like to do I like to get drunk, and I like to hop on YouTube either, and <laughs> either listen to really bad music or, like, just introduce myself to some shit I've never fucking... So, I was drunk as shit one night.
1: in the wind, so to speak. You
0: no, know, just, oh, I'm drunk, fuck it, I watch this shit right here. And so, uh, there was a Tech 9 interview with Hard Knock uh, TV, and I kind of got where he was coming from, and he was just kind of talking about his career, and um, he was saying how... You know, he's been in the game for so long and how like 90 to 95 percent of his fan base is Caucasian people. And he was, um, talking about how, like, a lot of the black audience doesn't fuck with his music because they see him with, like, the new album cover. He has fire for hair. And a lot of people, when they see something that they don't understand, they turn into it being something demonic. Yeah. But he was, like, breaking down the album cover. Like, he was like, you know, I have the fire on the hair, but then I also have the angelic heart. And it was like the whole, um... Uh, he's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist. And the whole point was, like, the evil faults, but he has uh, the heart of an angel. <laughs> Are you, are you
1: talking about the bitch song with the t face Yes. Which,
0: mind you, yes. For being an
1: independent artist, like I said
0: he has some big Man. features on this album. How does he have the money? Who knows? he was yeah. it's the devil. But well, no, you know what? Because Tech Nine is probably one of the richest artists in the game. I would say because when you break down like being on a major label, you're lucky if you get like ten to fifteen points on that album. And with the uh, having 10 to 15 points on an album is essentially you're making like 10 to 15 cents off of the album. So if you're on a major label, and let's say you're a Jake Hole, and you're on a major label and you sell 200,000 copies of your CD, for one, you're the last person to get paid. Like, everybody gets paid before the artist on the CD. And off the copies. Yeah, so you got to pay back the label and the uh, radio promoters, and you got to pay the uh, art designers and the lawyers, and, like, everybody gets paid before you. But then you only make 15 cents off of every single CD, as opposed to if you're on a indie label like a Mac Miller, Mac is probably making about 2 to 3 bucks per album, so he doesn't have to sell as many records as J. Cole to get paid. Now bring that back even further, Tech 9 isn't even on an indie label, he runs all his shit, so he's getting the great majority of the money back, and his last, not this album, but the album before that, he sold like a million copies. Yo, he got paid off of that shit, so he does have money he does have money but uh yeah the one record that i finally listened to of tech nine and i gotta give him props is the bitch record which is uh it breaks down to breaking into color folks homes and i was like yo and like i feel that's him smart. that's smart and that is dope and he was uh the my favorite line on there is uh, how he was saying he's going to be the first rap artist to cross over to the black audience. <laughs> That's never happened in hip-hop. It's normally about crossing over and making the white people check you out, but this is the first time we're getting somebody trying to cross over and get black people to support.
1: Because of his evil uh, rock and roll yeah. sort of things, that the demogra- the, you know, his, his main demographic yeah. are white. Yeah So it's like That's why it was made it so
0: smart That he was gonna be The first black rapper
1: To cross uh-huh. over to hip hop
0: So yeah So I'm gonna go ahead And I'm gonna check out the CD Man I'm gonna see What he's talking about I'm gonna, I'm gonna support the dude man If I could say My favorite tracks
1: Cause there oh, go was ahead. Cause it's a 19 track uh, album There's a few skits in there the skits are a big deal because they have his he's from kansas so they have the, mm. their local big time newscaster so it's a big deal oh, for them okay. imagine us having i don't know the dude from channel 10 or i forget his name but you know it's, it's yeah. like us having you know like yeah showing our love to our local yeah, yeah our local heroes uh, so he has that which to me were annoying but it was it was to progress the story and you know on this weird old mist that mysteriously you know spread across the world causing not havoc but goodness it was weird because mind you he is both demonic and both angelic which confuses yeah. me but makes me like him because you know as evil as i am i want to believe that i'm you know i'm an angel sense and whatnot yeah um, but something like this. go back to the, the key tracks because he has a lot of his sort of songs he has like a real bass heavy uh rattling your trunk called bs where he's talking about you know tearing up the night getting turned up doing some fucking bad shit yeah. to um, having songs called like Fragile the track okay. with Kendrick Lamar where okay. he's talking about being real upset with this with the uh, really hate mass uh, critic okay. you know, you know kind of similar to my, to my stature since I hate yeah, yeah. so much but this is someone just that hated him for all the wrong reasons and um, well I guess you could say but anyways he's just going off about his last line because he's talking shit about hating and how yeah. people hate his last lines of his verse was I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit and then yes. it has a real soft course, song about I'm fragile
0: sort
1: of. <laughs> and then Kendrick who lately or just forever ago but especially lately comes yeah. on, a, on a song takes ownership of it yeah. really shifts on it yeah. and yeah. one of my favorite ad-libs of his which I don't know if you'd call it an ad-lib but he's always <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he always has a little shooting thing and in this song it had like a 3D effect because you, oh, you hear you hear you a it, pan through it, the, the car coming back again Oh, like Ooh damn He came back nice. For a second round That's how You, that's how you drive by somebody. you come back And make sure the shit's done Oh man Double tap And his <laughs> last line Kendrick's last line Was It's all the fault Of the journalists Who who didn't understand My shit oh. Like who, who didn't understand Like you're, look who
0: you're Fucking over right Yeah now. You
1: don't get real catchy because you're fucking That's but what's up it was, it was really dope But um, to segue hopefully into Snow the product, if we can talk about yeah, her, yeah. she owned the track. I'm not too sure where it's at the list, but she owned the track of So Dope. Which mind you, mm. in the record, the chorus is pretty much saying how they're so dope, they're so heroin, they're so pretty much all the things that are ill are ills. But that that are ill, which I think mm. was a cool double entendre. She then comes in about, and, and you can uh, talk more about your interaction with her. Yeah. But from for my senior, I assume she's just this, you know, weirdly cute. Pale white girl, yeah. you know, by the name you know Snow the Product, and she just she rips that track an asshole, yeah. and she says everything that I wanted to hear because she says this one line I'll say it, me being the creep that I am, she goes, ooh, you have a look on your face like you want to rape me. Yes, bitch, <laughs> that's the look that I have on my face every time I see you.
0: Well, well talk about how your interaction with Snow the Product. Yeah, it was actually funny because I got to talk to Snow the Product on Twitter because uh, we have the IBHM podcast fan page on Facebook plug Plugin. and it whatever I post on there it pops over on to the Twitter page at IBHM podcast and um she I I had never heard of her I didn't know she was affiliated with tech nine until so I listened to the tech nine interview and so she has a song called like we're getting it or something like that did you hear that mm-hmm. one it's like kind of like a club record she has a it's a video I want to say it's called we're getting it but um it's off of her midtape. Good nights, bad mornings and so it was on the website hip-hop Diets, and i'm like okay new artist let me it's a new chick i'm like and i looked at him low oh, another white chick is rapping let me check this out and it's like a club record i mean they're not she's not changing the world with her lyrics but she could spit and it was a club record and i was kind of thinking as i was listening to it going back to izzy azalea i was like yo she's telling it better than like iggy on the mic right i'm low like, oh, this shit is this is kind of tight sounds real sounds believable yeah, exactly. It doesn't come off as the character, it just comes off the bitch can fucking spit. And so I posted it on uh, the page, I was like, Oh damn, white girls is killing hip hop now And so it posted out to Twitter and somehow she got hip to it and she hit me back and she was like, Thanks, but I'm white though. Yo, no, no 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 Or excuse me. She was like, Thanks, but I'm Mexican though. I don't know. And I was like, Yo and so I hit her back with the apology, I was like, uh, my bad, but she's still killing it. And she was like, "Thanks," and a couple of her followers because she's getting a fan base. They kind of retweeted and it and all that. But have uh,
1: hashtag viva la because it almost
0: sounds like like you are settling. Oh, well, oh, oh, you are Mexican. Oh, well, you are still really oh, good. Oh, I mean, that's it's so still offensive. Good. <laughs> but no, she she is dope. So yeah, check out the product. She could fucking spit. And um, oh no, that's just the the notes are on okay. the phone. But no, nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say
1: because I, I figured I think we we're gonna touch on another subject about some Mexicans. But I figured oh, I can wait yeah, till we'll later. And, um, wait till later. And it. Dum okay. dum dum, yeah, we got, some,
0: it. we got some fuckery at the end. But uh so uh and then so now since we've been talking hip hop to keep the theme going, we gotta talk about what everybody in hip hop is talking about right now. Kendrick Lamar's control control verse. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take the stage what uh give me your thoughts. Alright Before anything Before I even heard the
1: song I had My sister God bless her She had sent me Some (laughs) some picture Of a quote I guess From from the verse Okay And it It wasn't really a quote It was more When he got Before he did the name dropping Oh okay Where he He motherfucker is not so he's a humble man yeah but he he knows who the fuck he is he knows what like when you like when you see a bad bitch and she knows that she's a bad bitch (laughs) it's that kind of thing like he understands that he's the shit right now or that he has been or that he's you know he's the future or whatever you want to call it and um so she has this thing and i just and i kind of i'm reading it i don't know there's any beat i don't know it's part of a song and i'm reading it i'm like well i mean i was like man he's talking shit Mm. But in a way, I'm like, but because I love them so much, and I, yeah. you, know, I you know, I don't want to say dick riding, but because yeah, yeah. You know, I have so much respect for them, I'm thinking, well, that's true, yeah. and fuck these guys. I, just come, I mean, besides Wale, I mean, really, no one means shit on that list to me besides Wale. Yeah, and um, so, but then all right, so then all right, so later on that day, then I see start seeing memes of <laughs> crazy, ridiculous memes. I even see one 50 posted. Fifty was the first. Oh, really, Fifty was the first artist that I saw putting memes up talking about this verse because everybody commented on it. Diddy commented on it. Everyone commented on it. I even seen a funny Chief Keith meme of him trying to write him a letter.
0: (laughs) I posted that on uh, the... Yeah, I posted that. Check it out on the IPHM podcast fan page on Facebook. I posted the picture.
1: You got to see that. But but even 50 was talking about I don't know what scene of a movie it was. but pretty much had Kendrick on a horse like back in the Frontier days yeah. While he has like uh, The opposing army Real far behind He has like little pictures Of the other artists' heads Just looking all sad And Drake looking at the <laughs> floor because You know Seeing shit And uh So yeah So Yeah it was just hilarious And so I'm seeing all these memes And I think okay I gotta listen to the song yeah. Only when I did Cause you know, uh, big, uh, was it big Sean. He has a new album coming now. Some, I like to eat here. What is Hall of
0: Fame? Hall it's of a, no, it's a full length LP. Is it? Yeah.
1: And I saw it on iTunes, but mind you, I don't give a shit about Big Sean. i was trying to look. But, uh, but yeah, hearing this, because I mean, I I do know that he does have his punchlines. He's a punchline rapper. Yeah. Um, but he didn't come with it. On this track, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh, this is gay. This is yeah. so whack. And then Kendrick comes on That's in verse so two. That's so raving. It
0: might as well have been. That's how a fucking
1: gummy ball pop that shit was. Yeah. And but Kendrick though, like some of the lines from making <clears throat> making Farrakhan think that Saddam is in this bitch Man. to you know considering himself Machiavelli's offspring yeah. to being in the fucking ch- church pews and 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 seeing funeral faces like he's going in. And then like I said, when he when he and then he referenced even some Decepticons uh Transformers he got really geeky like dude was really putting it down um of a point blank though and I'm trying to find uh the line where he starts name dropping because like he's just going off talking about how crazy he is yeah and um what did he say He's like, yeah, but this is hip hop. Show, I uh, know what time it is. Oh, and that's when he gets a name dropping. insane. Yeah. so, this goes out to Jermaine Cole, Big Crit. I like Big Crit, Yeah. Wale, Pusha T, uh, Meek Mill's, ASAP Rocky, Faggot Drake, uh, Big Sean, <laughs> Jay Electron, uh, Tyler, Mac Miller. And he goes, I uh, goes, I got love for all of you, but I'm trying to murder you, niggas. Yeah. Trying to make sure that your core fans never heard of you. And <laughs> the
0: best part of that line, he didn't just say fans like no your core fans like them motherfuckers who've been rocking with you are gonna be like fuck you I'm riding with Kendrick yes. now and this is my thoughts on it I got real pissed off at a lot of people out there because first off I don't think it was a diss record like, I, I saw a lot of people who, like, even I saw a post on um, Facebook a couple of days ago, and somebody was hating on the verse, like, oh, man, that, that Kendrick disc wasn't even all that, all y'all motherfuckers just dick riding. And he was like, you want to see a real uh, disc record, check out that second round knockout by Cannabis. Yo, this is my thoughts. It wasn't a diss record. It was He wasn't dissing those people. He was simply saying, he was doing what he does, saying, I'm nice on the mic. He gave a shout out to all the people in his hip hop draft class. He said that they're homies. Yeah, and he says that these are my homies, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to murder y'all. And so like (laughs) I got pissed off that everybody was kind of turning it into like, oh, he's dissing everybody. And... New York rappers, I'm sorry, you know, I'm I'm a New York Stan. I always thought that I was supposed to be born in New York yeah, and yeah, that like East Coast State of Maryland. Yeah, that East Coast I like, fucks with it. But yo, New York rappers piss me off with getting like and Joe Button is my dude. I fucks with yeah. Joe Button a lot more heavier than anybody I know. Like Joe Button is one of my favorite rappers. This nigga pissed me the fuck off getting all fucking sensitive on Ustream. The nigga got mad sensitive, yo, getting all mad, like, oh, y'all, y'all letting the Cali nigga come in and call himself the king of New York, and he was like... That
1: was a bold statement.
0: Yes, yes, but I'll get into that in a second, but he was like, he's like, uh, what he say? He was like, I'm not even gonna write a response to Kendrick, I'm gonna just start dissing everybody... Who uh, hasn't said something to him. And did you see the Twitter interaction of him and Styles P? No. Got into it. Styles P's my dude. Styles P, I fuck with Styles P. L O S for life. I fuck with those dudes. But him and Styles P got into it and um styles p had said something i forgot what he said but they end up getting into an argument about it and styles p basically was like telling joe like you know we cool because you know we've done records before but like watch your tongue when you're talking to me because i'll fuck you up on the mic and physically and then Dude tweeted out the address of where he was at like if you want to talk Stiles? to me this is i'm at the juice bar right now styles styles p yeah, he was like, "Watch it, Joe! I will put my
1: hands on you." That's, that's some internet banging right
0: there, man. But yo, and a lot of people got mad about the uh, King of New York line. But I, that same thing, I didn't take that as a diss because he said that he was the King of New York. I'm the King of the West Coast. I'm juggling, with one hand. holding it with one hand, juggling what? them both. Uh-huh. So essentially, all he was saying was, "I'm the King of Hip Hop," but he broke it down. And so, like, everybody who got mad about that, no, he was simply saying that I'm running the game right now, and he is. And I thought that was so smart. Man. And then so uh, I follow Hot97 on YouTube. And uh, shout out to Peter Rosenberg. He has his realness thing. And all during the whole fucking week, every realness was about Kendrick Lamar. And just he was, you know, just talking Talking to shit. No, he was rocking with him and telling New York they need to bow down. Because Kendrick is the king of New York right now. Because there's no hip-hop artist in New York who is doing their thing right now. And the dude Cipher Sounds was saying that Jay Z was the king of New York. Not anymore. Jay Z isn't the king of the of New York because Jay Z isn't competing to be king of New York anymore. He's off that.
1: Yeah, he said. Like, actually, he said in a song too. I'm on that. I'm off that. It was a track with yeah, Drake. Yeah, to the, the next one. That. Yeah, but um. Really fast, I was laughing because Diddy got in a bit of hating, too, uh-huh. because there's a picture <laughs> With of uh,
0: J.C. and Diddy, <laughs> and they're laughing, like, like they're bigger, yeah. like, oh, oh you're I bigger than Kim New York. And then said he's the king of New York, and then they're laughing and shit. Like, really, <laughs> motherfuckers? Y'all, yep.
1: y'all fell off a long time ago.
0: Yo, the greatest fucking meme, though, I had to post on my Instagram, at on Instagram was the motherfucking one with homer simpson sinking yes. back instead uh what was it? it was like after or big sean was like after the kendrick verse and it showed him trying to fade to the back and like into whatever. a bushes
1: he was he was disappearing Yo, into a crowd of bushes because that's that
0: exactly how embarrassed i would have been that was the greatest fucking one but uh with uh all the response records i i got one thing to say y'all niggas is whack all them lame <laughs> Like, yo, there was one response record that came back that was hot. It was actually the first one when the boy Joel Ortiz came. Joel could fucking spit. Yo, Joel, to uh, bounce around a little bit, I genuinely believe if Joel Ortiz had came out in, like, 94 he would be held up there with one of the legends. I think so. Joel time. oh my god Joel is nice on the fucking mic and even like going back to the Joe Button and like I fucks with Slaughterhouse Heavy. Joe Button is my favorite cat in Slaughterhouse but he's by far not the best rapper in Slaughterhouse. Joel Ortiz none of them niggas could hold a candle right. up to Joel. Sure. That motherfucker is a monster on the mic and his response was dope like he, he came with it but all the rest of these niggas and especially all you motherfucking unsigned artists and all you cats who came with shit who he didn't even fucking mention you even though i know i'm kind of contradicting myself because he didn't mention Joelle, we weren't in that either. but whatever but, uh, and then the boy Lupe's response, did you listen to no, it? No, Lupe made uh, a response? Was, uh, Dude, I, I uh, really don't know if I didn't even know people were making
1: response videos. Yo, there's tracks.
0: like fucking 20, 30 fucking response records. I'm still
1: teething off the memes, bro. <laughs> but, you know, the memes are just too funny. And but I, I will say though, especially with all this this hating on and shit. One thing I will say, it wasn't Kendrick's best mm. verse, but what's so fucking yeah. hilarious is even though it was a mediocre verse from him, it
0: was still way fucking
1: better than anybody hey, else's yo. shit.
0: And that's the thing too, like, cause um I heard about that Kendrick had a verse that, you know, everybody was talking about it. And, like, I didn't go out to look for it because I'm like, you know, Kendrick is dope. I eventually... I'll come across the when record. I, when I
1: sent it? You had Yo, heard it.
0: You were the one who sent it. I listened I'm to it on. when you sent it to me cool. because I kept seeing it. It kept popping up. And everybody's talking about Kendrick's control verse. I'm like, what the fuck is they talking about? And then I saw somebody on Facebook um, posted... It said something about how... It shows where the state of hip-hop is right now, considering that that wasn't even one of Kendrick's best verses, and it shit on everything in the industry. So it kind of says where we're at in hip-hop right now. And then that same night after I saw that, you sent me the message on Facebook with the link to the YouTube page. I didn't even say nothing. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got to watch this now. I was like, everybody, let me go ahead and check this out. And then I was like, yo, this shit is dope. And just like you said, it wasn't even one of Kendrick's best verses. Not even a good one. I mean, it good, but I it mean, was good. It wasn't it was up good. to the standards. No, it's I not think. up to Kendrick's standards. And, like, I forgot who said it, but somebody, oh, um, Ninth Wonder and Guru, Jay-Z's, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you got. If y'all haven't seen it, um, I don't even know. Just Google Ninth Wonder and Guru talks about Kimbrie's control verse. They had like an eight-minute like barbershop conversation about it. I'll play it for you before okay. you, uh, after we get done. But it was the greatest fucking like they had the greatest um, viewpoint of just what was going on with I'm it. To take it that. Man, yeah. man, it was just great, and it was one of those things like I'm listening to it, and I'm just getting amped because it's like <laughs> I, I love, like I said, <laughs> I love hip hop, man, and hip hop hasn't been inciting for a while, and that got. Everybody, like, Kim verse, and actually my pro wrestling people out there will get this. Kim control verse was similar to the Summer of Punk by CM Punk a couple of years ago. The people who don't understand that, I'll I'll break it down a little bit. Uh, CM Punk had a promo that he cut on Monday Night Raw in like, uh, it was like June of 2011 and he touched on just his general grievances with where the res- pro wrestling business was and it was kind of one of those things where it was a promo but he let his real feelings out and he kind of called out some fans who, how he you know, was the best wrestler in the company but you know, people were rocking with the John Cena's and the Rocks because they're more popular but he, yeah, but he's more the technical guy and then he had broke down how uh, uh, just a lot of things with Vince McMahon and the direction the company and so on and so forth and the thing blew up where a bunch of different uh people who don't talk about pro wrestling was talking about that promo like it crossed over pro wrestling like jim rome from espn was trying to bring him through to interview him peter rosenberg on hot oh, Nine no Seven had shit. him Look come through it. like he crossed over and everybody outside of the pro wrestling world wanted to talk to him about this And Kendrick did the same thing with this verse Because everywhere I'm going I can't escape it I'm watching my uh, motherfucking favorite sports show Numbers Never Lie They talked about Kendrick's verse I'm on YouTube following my number one news source The Young Turks They're talking about Kendrick Lamar Like people who don't even fucking talk about hip hop music Were talking about Kendrick's verse And that shows you that he did something That it it got bigger than hip hop Man (laughs) That's a big deal but uh, a couple of the people who responded, um, not even on some uh, lyrical shit, but um, just kind of talking about in interviews, that I want to bring up uh, Meek Mill. I, I, I he. Got me and lost me in the same fucking thing because uh, I liked his response. He was talking about it in an interview in like Phillies, Power, whatever, FM. And Meek Mill had brought up how it was the equivalent of if you're playing a pickup basketball game with your homeboys. And your homeboy's like, I'm about to dunk on you. And then he dunks on you. And so he won that game. You ain't going to fight the nigga after the game is right. over. But, you know, you'll just, okay, I'll get you the next game. And Meek Mill kind of compared it to that. Like, okay, yeah, he brought up my name. He shitted on me in his verse. But, you know, it's no ill will. I fucks when I'm on the next verse. I'll get him up. You know, it's that competition. And I was like, yo, I like that. Even though he did lose me because then he kind of gave a backhanded compliment and then kinda like side this T D E uh Top mm, Dog Entertainment yeah. and he's like, uh, they Wait. run the backpacks, I'll run these streets. Well, like, okay, uh, whatever. I'm so okay. sick of that shit in hip hop, but whatever. And they didn't even, even backpack. I mean, they're a little of everything. They're, they're pretty much death row. Schoolboy Q and J-Rock ain't no backpacking ass mm-hmm. niggas. Them is some real niggas they're in the street. I'm saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Kendrick is backpacker, and there's nothing wrong with fucking being a backpacker. But You know, if it can be technical. He, yes. he actually
1: says in a line uh, called Ignorance is Bliss, yes. where he talks shit about saying, you motherfuckers who think that I'm common in Talib yeah. goes to show, and then, of course, ignorance is <laughs> because he's
0: some Kendrick's some sort of demon angel that I don't know what the he's hell he's doing. He's a going. hybrid.
1: He is. He's he a is. hybrid,
0: and that's the reason why I think Kendrick has taken the game by storm. Because he's a uh, like the West Coast is normally known for like some gangster rap, you know, kind G-phone. of shit. Yeah, some G phone gangster rap, and Kendrick is a west coast artist with the east coast he or best the best way to sum it up he spits like he's from the east coast but he has a west coast state of mind and that is that yeah like we don't have that like corrupt did that back in the day i used to fuck with corrupt heavy because that nigga could spit like he was from new york but corrupt never really crossed over like that did he
1: kind of give a shout out to corrupt on, on his verse
0: yeah he was saying his big homie is corrupt And yeah, corrupting. I mean, them niggas is real in the street. But yeah, it's just that East Coast spitting with that West Coast state of mind. We've never really had that, and so uh, that and just his songwriting ability is fucking dope. That's why Kendrick is where he's at, and that's why he runs fucking hip hop and then another person who had said something I respected going back to uh, the beautiful Iggy Azalea Mm. that was kind of creepy but whatever yeah you got to the (laughs) E14 but she um, on her interview she said something about how it was just healthy competition and that is what it is it's not a diss it's not a fuck you I'll see you in the streets it's uh, okay I kicked this hot burst now what can you do
1: it kinda of, you know not mention now that you guys bring that up, it kinda of seems to me like
0: when you're playing pool and you're like, eight ball, corner pocket. yeah, you know fucked it, didn't did I? Exactly. I like, and it's not oh we're gonna go fight after this or nothing like that, but it's just yeah. But so, bring it, bring it. Man. Bring it. So yeah, fuck with Kim man. I can't wait for whatever his net C D is and um just see where it goes from here. I hope uh the response records will end. I mean, it's kind of over. Joel Ortiz was the first one to come out. It was like 15 hours after the thing ended. And it was like, yo, Fabulous got called out. I was fucking weak fabulous on twitter after he had saw it he had said some shit about um is any studios open yet and then some 24 hour <laughs> recording studio that he had recorded at yet had tweeted him oh did you forget we're 24 hours like nigga don't play that shit like ain't no studios open that's why my verse ain't out nigga you know you're at home right now you're on your fifth revision of oh, yeah. the same verse making yes, sure right? this shit is as hot as possible and you taking your time before you put a fucking verse. like yeah, nigga you're play still on instagram hating oh but yeah that shit was funny but shout out to kendrick um once again it wasn't even one of his better verses it was just simply that he called out names and he said that he was the king of new york and that's the reason why it was so fucking popular I mean, think of it too Like Everybody in hip hop Throws out the claim
1: Like especially T.I I'm the king Like it's I'm the king it, That's just what it is I mean yeah. Not to say the Niggas is boastful But, but hey yeah. I, I, You know It's yeah competition Raise your bar up Like I so said he, he even He even Step it down To tell you Look That's how big my dick
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey. giving you the tip Still teasing Still teasing, Still teasing. <laughs> Give her the tip And she came <laughs> <laughs> but no, in the uh, ninth one there in Goobrew, they kind of uh, they broke it down the best that there was no way you could respond back to the verse. And if you took it as a diss, there was nothing you could say back and win because it was like, what can you say? Kendra can't rap. The nigga can rap. Right. What can you say? He's not selling records. He's selling records. What can you come with? Money, clothes and hoes? he's mentioning in his verse that yeah. that's what's wrong with hip-hop he's Everybody's not even going wear brands
1: anymore i love yeah, that i'm not
0: even wearing brands anymore nigga i got white shirts and cortez a- oh like there's nothing you can say back so just leave it <laughs> alone checkmate yeah next <laughs> so uh on to the next one. we talked uh some hip-hop let's get into some um current world events or whatnot and uh i want to talk about oprah's purse incident And now you don't know about this, right? I didn't bother
1: looking up. I figured, I'll wait to the show.
0: Yeah. So for those who don't know what happened, um, apparently Oprah Winfrey was out in Switzerland because uh, Tina Turner is getting married, and yeah, (laughs) didn't we beat the bitch (laughs) today? Yo, it is actually funny. I forgot who, uh, I think Tariq Elite uh, Nasheed from the MacLessonsRadio.com had uh, shots out. You know, I like getting shots out to all the people I fuck with. You know, that's what I do. But uh, Tariq had made mention about how uh, Ike must have beat that bitch ass so bad it took her 50 (laughs) years to get married again. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking weak, but yo, so apparently... Stella got her groove back. Stella got her groove back but um apparently oprah was out in switzerland for tina turner's uh marriage uh wedding or whatever and she went to some store out in switzerland and then she was kind of looking around and she saw a purse that was really nice and she did hear about this okay okay, keep going so when she asked the woman if she could see the purse and the woman wouldn't let her see the purse and so she kept like, well, n- no, let me see it. And the woman was essentially was like, what did uh, she tell her? She no, she told her she, right, right She told she her. She basically, kind of, from what I saw, she basically just said that you probably wouldn't be able to afford it because apparently she didn't know who Oprah was, yeah. and she was just kind of like, you probably wouldn't be able to afford it and whatnot. And so it was like a thirty-eight thousand dollar purse. And so, excuse me. So it, Oprah. Supposedly, supposed when Oprah, oh, oh, oh yeah, when oh go shopping like she hum-
1: she dresses humbly,
0: right? Mm. Like she's mm-hmm. not she's not she's not gonna go with two chains no. on and all that no. shit. She's gonna
1: be real chill. Yes
0: and so the woman saw her didn't know who she was and just assumed she was a random black woman coming into the store and was like i'm not gonna waste my time showing you this purse because it's thirty eight thousand fucking dollars so anyway oprah got back to the states and from what i heard from oprah it wasn't even like a big statement she just was having a conversation with some friends and she brought up what had happened out in switzerland and then the story leaked And then you know how the fucking media is. They flipped it around and turned it into Oprah's claiming racial, racist shit going on in Switzerland. And they blew it up into this whole, you know, big uh, problem, big situation or whatnot. So then Oprah came back and essentially had said that she apologized for bringing up the story because she didn't know it was going to turn into a big media thing. And then TMZ pissed me off because TMZ posted videos um, on their YouTube saying Oprah's BS apology, and a couple of the guys, and needless to say, they were white, they had said that they didn't believe the that Oprah that the situation even happened. And one dude was like, Well the woman that had uh that helped her had said it didn't happen and then the manager said it didn't happen. No so they say that. Yeah, like who oh yeah, I was being racist. Yeah. Who fucking says that? They're gonna deny the shit. Right. And then, uh, this other guy was like, "Oh, well, if it really happened, Oprah wouldn't have had to apologize about the. She didn't apologize about the story. She apologized that the story blew up. yeah, she wasn't trying to turn into this big racial divide which we've had since the whole Trayvon Martin thing the Oh man, it's a lot of racial tension going on in America right now, and so she didn't she wasn't looking for and I'm sorry, I gotta ride with Oprah because Oprah's a billionaire." she's done journalism and TV shows and all this Oprah has way more to lose to make up a fallacious story and be like or a, a, a fictitious story and be like yo this happened to me if it comes out that it didn't happen Oprah loses money and credibility yeah. and then you have on the other side these people were just like it didn't happen like Oprah has way more on the line so I have yeah. to ride with her and believe that it happened that way
1: yeah, cause, she, cause she's, she's gonna lose um, what is it for the book club members but then yeah. Anytime you bring someone to a race or social divide, yeah. you know, they, oh, I like that Negro, but you know what? No, she's making a lot of race. There's there's thing with yeah, race, little, and I don't yeah, know what side. I to think be I'm going to back out of this yeah, one. I'll unsubscribe.
0: <laughs> and so I just, yeah, I, I just got a ride with her, and I kind of got upset, you know, like I said, because it's one of those things where we talk about it like. I'm pretty sure everybody in America can agree there's still racism and sexism and ageism and religionism, whatever the fuck that, however you would call that. There's still a lot of prejudice in America. Right. But then there's this whole thing where when someone feels that they've been treated unfairly because of their look or their sets or whatever, then you have these people screaming from the peanut gallery like that didn't happen. <laughs> but we all agree that prejudice mm-hmm. shit happened. But then every time someone says something happened, it's automatically that didn't happen well then where are these prejudice cases then if none of this shit ever like it just pisses me off i don't know and there was another incident that happened actually in um the news recently because uh once again going back to my numbers never lie show on espn there was an incident where my man Hugh Douglas got fired from his job. He was one of the panelists on the show. He's a black dude. And he got fired from the show. Uh it's him. He's like the co-host. And the main guy is this guy named Michael Smith. It's a light-skinned dude. And Hugh Douglas used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a dark-skinned guy. And they were having a um they were at some type of event. I don't know if it was an ESPN event, like a company corporate corporate event. I don't know exactly what kind of event it was. But apparently, Hugh Douglas was up on stage, and he had a few drinks in him, and he was trying to get Michael Smith to come up on stage, and Michael Smith was kind of waving him off. He didn't want to come up there, and then uh, Hugh Douglas started messing with him and calling him Uncle Tom and like, oh, man, get up here, and then he was like, oh, come on, house nigga. You know, he was trying to get him to come up there. Now, he got fired for that. And I don't have a problem with him getting fired for that, especially if they were at a corporate event. That's That's just like if I'm at my job's corporate event and I get up saying house nigga or something like that, I could expect to get fired. Yeah. But what I got upset about was that ESPN got pressured into firing him, not because of what – not exactly because of the event or the – um, surroundings that he was in, he got fired because people felt that ESPN spent so much time on the Riley Cooper incident, the Eagles uh, wide receiver who had made that comment at that you don't know what I'm um, sports, but oh sports? yeah, I forgot really? yeah, you don't watch sports. No, geek, geek out, <laughs> geek out, by all means, geek out. But I'm like <laughs> so, like a couple weeks ago, the wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, Riley Cooper, I believe is his name, was at some western country western concert and he trying to get backstage or something. There were some black security guards that stopped him that wouldn't let him go back. And then he got caught. Somebody had their camera phone out and he was drunk as shit. And know. he was like, I'll beat every nigger's ass up here. <laughs> and so like, it turned into a real big sports thing. And so ESPN was covering it because you had a lot of people in on it. You had a lot of people forgiving them and some people being upset. And it's just, it was a big sports news story. And I'm sorry, I don't like baseball, but there's no big sports going on right now. Hey. You know, football is in the preseason. The NBA is done. There's nothing big in sports right now to talk about. So, of course, that got some leeway. So then Hugh Douglas got fired because a lot of people were like, well, you spent all that time about that white guy saying the N-word. And this black guy said the N-word. So you got to fire him then. it it
1: even goes to Paula Dean's thing that we talked about on the pilot yeah. about. I mean, it's just PR, PR,
0: and, and we got to make yeah. everybody happy, and it's better yeah. to
1: cut y'all off and then make sure you fuck up again.
0: Yeah, and I just thought it was funny, though, because it's like, oh, well, the white guy was being racist, so you got to get mad at the black guy for getting racist. But it's like, is it racist if a black person calls another black person a nigga? Like, that was the, going back to the Paula Deen thing, uh, the Paula Deen case had just got thrown out because Paula Dean the woman who was suing Paula Dean who once again was white, um, essentially, the judge threw it out because the judge was like, a white person can't be racist towards another white person. And so that goes back to Hugh Douglas. You, that's not, uh, he's not being racist against another black person. Certainly talking shit. Talking but, shit, but. but. Yeah, it
1: wasn't being racist.
0: So I just find it funny. There's a lot of racial shit going on in America, and, uh, and, and a lot of people don't want to hear it, but they're sticking their foot up black people's ass <laughs> ever since that Trayvon shit. Yeah man man So the hood like Trayvon I die for my hood Trayvon oh no that was fucked up that was that Chowder Gambino. and actually I've been meaning to say um cause I was listening back to the pilot episode and I'm upset with myself when we were talking about our top three MC's and when I had mentioned my top three current MC's and I said Kendrick Lamar I said uh, Wale, and then for the third, I couldn't think of anybody, so I just gave an honorable mention to SV. Mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed with myself. No Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. I fucks with Childish. Heavy. The fucking Camp album was one of my favorite mm-hmm. all-time hip-hop albums. I really rock with that. What was a single off of uh, off of that Camp? He had a. Uh,
1: heartbeat no 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 oh yeah that was actually a good singing yeah. song because he, he shows how he can he can be drake diverse yeah so to speak but there's a single though they had a video i think it was called because it was called camp i think it might have been the self-title of the album all i know is he says this line and i love the fucking line yeah. when he goes um he's, he's talking shit about how he's backpacked or not even backpack because he's an actor but he's you know kind of shit on everybody he says mm-hmm. this line where he goes um Who's the girl who he's like, uh oh my flow is Casey uh, he's like, my flow is Casey Anthony. Oh, oh he,
0: no, what'd he say? He say, uh, um Casey. oh, I made the beat and murdered it. Yeah, Casey he Anthony. said, oh. yes, I made the beat and murdered it. Casey Anthony. Yeah, that was Bonfire. Bonfire. Yo, for anybody who likes like punchline, hip hop, rap or whatever, punchline. check out Bonfire by Childish Gambino. My God, that that was the record that I was like, yo, this dude is fucking crazy. What was the line? He said, um, he ah oh shit I'm gonna have to fucking google it now cause he said the line about um PETA do you remember the line he said something about wait I gotta google it real quick I wanna say hairy pussy <laughs> You would bring up some hairy vaginas. And I don't like it, but I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> no, do.
0: I discriminate, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I got to bring up this verse real quick. But, uh, no, I was bringing um, all that up because, like I said, I was just disappointed because I'm a big fan of the Camp CD. The royalty CD was pretty dope, too, because he had um, showed that. Because, like, Camp was very – he talked a lot of race racial stuff, like bringing up how he was essentially um, – It was essentially too black for white people, but too Mm -hmm. white for black people and how he kind of always felt like an outsider. And then the whole point of the album being called Camp was because that outro, when he tells that story of how that chick acted towards him when they were leaving camp, like it it wrapped together and was a good story. For a um, album. Like, he brought it all together and just how the reason why he is the way he is. It was, you know, just a good what fucking CD. CD. Yeah, and then hey. he's
1: crossed over. Go ahead. Oh, I'll just saying. And then royalty was pretty much him getting his black card on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. <laughs> yeah, he did the emo personal shit for his white the band. Archie, Based on, he thing. got artsy on camp and then he flipped over and on royalty he sure, showed the black think. people I can spit too and the fucking <laughs> record... With Nipsey, Hustle, Black Faces is my shit. Oh, he killed that fucking record. But uh, I just I wanted to give yeah. some some love to Childish Gambino because, like I said, I I'm, I was disappointed with myself because I didn't bring it up when we were talking about current MCs and um, I think he has an album coming out pretty soon because he should. pulled uh, Kanye, how Kanye, before his album came out. He deleted all his tweets except for saying that his album was coming up. I guess Childish did the same thing to promote that he got something coming up well and one thing about i guess
1: uh gambino that i really like he put me on to chance the rapper and yeah. and chance then chance had him on a track and he just he he's a goofy cat you know he, you can you can tell he's real oreo but yeah. like but i like him though he's really yeah. that's that's where i get that little line killing in the hood like
0: trayvon like trayvon <laughs> where's the i'm still trying to this shows you how fucking uh shows you how slow my fucking the internet is over here that this shit just barely popped up but yeah the line that i was talking about on bonfire is he says i love pussy i love bitches i should be running peter Oh my God! I was like, yo, like, he, then he rhymed with ether, I
1: think, later on too.
0: Yeah, like he, yeah, cause what's the whole thing? Um, uh, Ms. childish Gambino, homegirl, drop it like the Nasdaq. I yeah, Move white smart. girls like this coke up my ass, crack. <gasps> Move black girls, man, cause fuck it, I'll do either. I love pussy, I love bitches, dude. I should be <laughs> running Peter. Oh my God! This dude is dope. Like I fucks with him. And then, uh, what else did he say? He was like, uh, hot like a parked car. I sound weird like, like nigga with, with a, a hard R. R. <laughs> like, that nigga is a monster. <laughs> but yo, I fucked with Childish Gambino, so I just wanted to correct myself from, uh, the last podcast. I, uh, I listened back and I was like, yo, I didn't bring up fucking Childish, so. Once again, if y'all ain't checked out Chatters, fuck, him, fuck uh, check them out. Like a, a, dude is another
1: dope. thing too, because I I, I do
0: highly respect them
1: and I love them. And to go along with that love and respect, I hate this motherfucker with the passion, because you know that's what I be doing. I be hating <laughs> because he pretty much is doing what I wish to do. He got yeah. famous writing. Not only does he write, he produces. He fucks with Tina Fey. Tina Fey no. is one of my all-time favorite white women. And she's on my favorite Jew list too. <laughs> and um yeah, he did. He did writing from Thirty Rock. Yeah, to that's he, how he's, he got on. Yeah, he's hilarious in a Community. I don't know if that's yeah. still on, but he was hilarious in that. Yeah. And he just plays just a really offbeat kid, and yeah. it fits him. He's able to be him, and it works. And I get mad because I'm still trying to find my niche, yeah. trying to find my my my, my gimmick. Yeah. And this motherfucker just does it. Yeah. So respect the respect. What does that do?
0: So uh, we're gonna go ahead and. uh last topic of the day is uh something that a lot of people may not know but i want the world to know mexicans are officially taken over <laughs> <laughs> Viva la Raza. Ew. yo so there's this article that came out i'm trying to uh read some of them try to hop around but uh an article came out i want to say a couple of months ago from uh, U.S. News, NBC News, and uh, there's a census going out that the white majority in the USA will be gone by 2043. So let me go ahead and uh, read a little bit of this so y'all know what's going on. Um, it says this is by Hope Yan of the Associated Press. For the first time, America's racial and ethnic minorities now make up about half of the under-five age group, the government said Thursday. It's a historic shift that shows how young people are at the forefront of sweeping changes by race and class. The new census estimates a snapshot of the U.S. population as of July 2012 comes a year after the Census Bureau reported that whites had fallen to a minority among babies fueled by immigration and high rates of birth particularly among hispanics racial and ethnic minorities and are growing more rapidly in numbers than whites now um it says the government also projects that in five years minorities will make up more than half of children under 18 and then not long after the total u.s population will begin to decline in absolute numbers due to aging baby boomers now when it comes down to the stats let me scroll down and find this um oh shit stop it motherfucker <laughs> um yeah so essentially the um there's and as of 2012 more white people died than were born and they're not having as many babies and there's there's a they're lot smart. of there's a lot of stuff in white news that you're not gonna get on uh TV and i'm not trying to be racist
1: don't 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 do my friend we have this shit for a reason to talk all the goddamn shit we want <laughs> to
0: it's unfiltered it should be now the media is essentially a white media so in all honesty they're going to be careful how they portray themselves on tv right. i mean it's just honest you know you're you're going to protect your own and so they uh it's a couple of different uh news things that have come out recently like there's one like you hear a lot about the black on black violence and how more blacks are killed by other blacks well as of last year 84 percent of white people got killed by other white people white people dog also what's up oh no say dog eat dog dog eat dog and uh another thing that's going on is that the um, unwed or children born in single parent households are growing more quickly in white households than anywhere else so a lot of the stuff that you hear to break down the brown brown and black people <laughs> in America the white people are doing it too right now I, I think it's funny because you know how it's cool to be black
1: yeah. white men are, are understanding hey I can get bitches pregnant and dip <laughs> how fucking racist is that <laughs> That's pretty goddamn.
0: Pretty racist hashtag racist, but I mean that's what we do over here, man. We keep it 100. But uh, yeah, the yeah. latest. Si-
1: oh, go ahead. No, what well, that that whole thing about that? And I'll let you look it up so you can get accurate numbers. Um, it's it's kind of been said like that for a while. Like, I mean Mexicans, we done been flooding the world for a great while. There's a reason why we don't want you motherfuckers over here. You know, there's a reason why
0: I should be uh, extradited and fucking kicked out of the country. And yo, and this is my thoughts though on immigration because I do understand like there should be some type of requirements. Like I just found out in Canada, if you want to become a Canadian citizen you Health can't Healthcare. Ha- healthcare. Oh man, I'm trying to get <laughs> to Canada. Real yeah. talk. Real talk. But um, there's, uh, if you have a DUI you can't come over and be a citizen in Canada. Like they're like, oh you drink and drive? We're not fucking with that. Stay out of our country. Respect that. Yeah, I have nothing but respect for that. But I have a problem with that whole. It, respect. What's up? I'm like I'm not allowed there, but I respect. <laughs> but there's this whole notion or this whole thing that I hate when I hear the whole um, they're taking our jobs and like oh if you let all these Mexicans over here it won't be any work for anybody else. I have a problem with that because as we spoke on the pilot podcast, um, I, I read a lot. You know, every two weeks I try to get through with a book and I'm not talking about Hunger Games and, you know, all these fictional stuff. So I'm talking about, you know, I read a lot of uh, nonfiction and just so I can understand what's going on in the world and history and so on and so forth. But I had read Frederick Douglass's um, autobiography. And I thought it was funny because in the autobiography for those who don't know who Frederick Douglass is he was a very intelligent man who was a slave and he essentially ran away and became a free man so he got to write an autobiography from the point of view of someone who had lived through slavery and then someone who had became free and so you got to really get an idea of what was going on back then during slave times and he wrote his autobiography and he talked about how he made it up to New York because slaves were free up in New York and he talked about how he was uh, looking for work at like a shipyard and all that and it was some free blacks who worked up there and there were also white people who worked up there and um, one of the main notions back there, a lot of a lot of the reason why people didn't want slavery to end is because they felt that if black people were set free, they were going to take all the jobs so... It's just funny when I hear that same rhetoric being used with, oh, you can't let these Mexicans in here because they're taking their jobs. Just be aware of your history, white people. That's the same thing. It's the same, and that's the reason why the whole, you, uh, you know, you need to learn your history or you're bound to repeat it. Like, it's once again we can't let any and everybody come over there should be standards yeah. to it but just this whole notion that oh if mexicans come over they're going to take all of the white jobs if they're going to scrub toilets for pennies and the dollar and no. gonna earn them 15 cents. and that's the thing yo shots out i got none but love for mexicans i got none but love and i got none but love for motherfuckers who done snuck over here and looking for work <laughs> i have none but love for y'all because y'all motherfuckers are getting it in when we talk about oh man you know unemployment is at this and that Every time I drive by Home Depot, I'm only seeing Mexicans up there looking for work. You know, if the unemployment is so fucking bad, why don't I see any black people on that corner? Why don't I see any white people on that corner? Like, if it's so fucking bad and, oh, it's been two years since I found a job, go stand on the corner on Home Depot and make some money.
1: Man. And and, and we. For, for those listeners that, that are out of state, we're in Arizona where yeah, it's a hot months. issue. It's a very hot Man. issue. We're passing laws. We are really trying to filter motherfuckers out of here. Which mind you, yes, we should filter, but I mean, like I said, if we keep coming back and we're and we're living and we're surviving and, yeah. and and on you cats who are trying to live off unemployment, like it goes to show when you yeah. hustle, you get shit out of
0: it. Yeah. You know? And my whole thing too is uh, you know, meanwhile while we're in the Middle East blowing shit up and double tapping, drone killing and like there was a report that came out with drone killing killings uh is like a 92 percent failure rate or something like that so we mm-hmm. kill way more civilians than terrorists like we're fucking people and, up and, in and the we, middle and east. we lose more people to suicide well that's a yeah. different story but yeah, yeah. we just we <clears throat> shit's going the wrong way but with all that shit going on in the middle east i i just kind of look at it okay if there's a problem with all these mexicans immigrating from mexico how about we spend all this money and resources helping mexico like the only thing that disconnects america from mexico is this fucking invisible imaginary line mm-hmm. where if you're born on this part of the line you're fantastic you're american but if you're born on the other side of this invisible imaginary line fuck what you're going through yeah. and there's another thing uh shout out to vice um, TV. They have a YouTube channel that you can find. They do a whole bunch I of documentaries, yeah. And um, the Shane Smith uh, was on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, not too long ago. He's he's a repeat uh, guest on there, and he had mentioned he was breaking down the stats of how Mexico has gotten uh, progressively worse since Reagan's war on drugs. Like ever since Reagan stopped uh, start doing all this to lock people up for marijuana and just really getting hammering home the war on drugs and locking people up, ever since then the drug cartels in Mexico have gotten so big because America is still the number one consumer of motherfucking drugs and they're getting it from Mexico it's these drug cartels so these motherfuckers are getting paid now because it's so strict in America yeah. but they're still pumping these drugs over here that they've gotten stronger than the fucking government yeah. so if we want to talk about how bad it is in Mexico we got to look at ourselves we did that to Mexico and,
1: and, that's, and kind of for my for my pot smokers out there that's kind of another big mm-hmm. reason why we can't pass laws and why they literally won't take shit so far. Yes. because look it's coming from down south. Yes. And we can't fuck up
0: business for them because we some hoes if we want them. And there's so many fucking stories out. Like, uh, the number one, like, one of the reasons why marijuana is still illegal, you know, in my honest, like, I don't smoke weed anymore. I smoke weed for a very long time. But I just stopped. It got out of hand for me. Much like drinking got out yeah. of hand. And so it's the same fucking thing. But I put marijuana and alcohol in the same fucking category. Except marijuana isn't going to have you come home high and beat your wife you I've driven while I don't need to beat me <laughs> I don't need this I beat him for free <laughs> Let me not joke like that, because some of my girl's yeah. family might watch it. I, it mean, girl, like- I knew the black man was going to hurt her. <laughs> I knew that black man was all wrong for her. never true. <laughs> but, yo, and then there's uh, reports of, like, how the there's a medical marijuana place, and they make the most money off of the medical studies of marijuana, and they're one of the big lobbyists of the reason why they don't want marijuana to become legal, because if it becomes legal, then they lose their, their rights to pumping that shit out to different doctors and all that, so they're going to lose money. And there was a meme that just got posted uh, not too long ago, I think it was by Joe Rogan's Question Everything page, where something like every 19 seconds someone dies from a prescription pill overdose, but every 46 seconds someone uh, is locked up for marijuana, and that doesn't make sense. Like, pills are legal, but there's way more, like, no one in the history of ever has ever died from anything marijuana-related. Nobody smoking weed. Ooh, I smoke too much weed and died. No one is smoking weed, hopping behind the wheel of a car, running people. Like, there's no reports on foul of someone dying at the hands of marijuana. And Joe Rogan actually has a fantastic joke about it. That uh, more people in the world die every year from coconuts falling out of trees and hitting them on their head. <laughs> but no <laughs> one's going around trying to ban coconuts. Right. Like, so there's some fuckery going on with the reason why marijuana is illegal is because certain motherfuckers are getting paid off of it and they don't want other people. And then you can break down the private prison thing. Like, 25% of the people in jail. It's so much money. Yo, and that, it drives me nuts because 25% of the people in jail are with drug related causes. Yeah. And if marijuana was legal and then you just treated it just like you treat um, – and we completely got off the subject with the kay? white <laughs> senses. But, no, this is good, too. This okay, is good, okay. too. But, yo, so uh, 25% of the people in jail are in jail because of drug-related uh, things. And so if you decriminalized it, similar to what Portugal has done – do you know about the Portugal no. story? Portugal uh, has done a study over the past 10 years where they decriminalized all the drugs. So, it's not legal per se, but they just decriminalized it. And so, there's a certain amount of marijuana you can have, there's a certain amount of coke that you can have, and so on and so forth. And if you have more than that amount, then instead of throwing you in, a j- in jail and treating you like an animal, they send you to a psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist just sits down and, okay, why do you have a pound of weed? You know, why do you need to smoke that much weed? And so, instead of treating people like. Instead of treating people like animals, you treat them like human beings. And, okay, if you're doing that much, like, what's going on in your life? Let's talk. Let's figure out. And they have had crime has dropped. Um, The spread of STDs have dropped because there's not as many prostitutes who are hooking to get drugs. Like, just crime across the board has just fucking dropped. And they are at the standard of like, yo, maybe we should stop just throwing people in jail because you throw somebody in jail. There's no rehabilitation. You're just throwing them in a cage. They're just learning a few it. more hustles while they're in jail. Yeah, they're getting networking. back out and doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, get a little workout on, get a little buck oh, on. Get, get getting paid on my dog. That's why I support uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, my
1: Bitch fellow nigga. beans. Bitch, most nigga. Brothers, they don't like them, but I love them. Bitch, nigga. We friends on Facebook and Google+. <laughs> Plus. But, yo, to, speaking of, uh, you know mm. what I'm saying, uh, people who hate Mexicans, you know, yeah. um, back to the, to the census <laughs> thing. Uh, I mean, it shows how big that that we're spreading... When applications automatically ask, "Are you Hispanic? Do you have bitter blood in you?" Which is crazy. Which really messes it up because really, there's no way of telling now because they'll be like, "Are you white? Are you pure form?"
0: Yeah, and that's (laughs) the thing too. They hit you with that. They want to make sure, are you pure? They want to make sure that you're pure, pure white. Like, what are you? And that's the reason why I always put the failed or decline to answer because I'm pretty sure because like I have a white name peoples, so I put it out there. I have a white name, and so I put out, I put on my application, I put the decline to answer because I could just picture if I was a thirty-year-old white male, I mean, how dare you ask me my race? Right. And so you know, I just want to get in the door. Let's do the interview before you get shocked that this is a black man See, you might hire.
1: But I'm wondering because they do have what is it called when people get hired because they're black or because they're, oh, they're affirmative, affirmative action? Affirmative action. Yeah. So I
0: figure what if they're because they have a demographic they have to fill so if they have certain guidelines then one thing though a lot of people don't know affirmative action is a bunch of BS like not as many black people get hired under affirmative action no. as like Fox News would like people to believe <laughs> no but I would think they yeah. don't hire for that same reason like yeah. oh we have enough yeah. blacks already you know we we'll, we'll, yeah you know, no thank exactly. you exactly exactly and I it was funny I had saw a meme Uh, shout out to Tariq Machid again his hidden colors Facebook fan page here posted a meme and it showed uh it was like a cartoon of Trayvon dead and it said this has nothing to do with race and then there was a picture of Oscar Grant dead and it was like this has nothing to do with race and it was all these different pictures and it showed a picture of a black dude and a white dude sitting down next to each other at work and the black dude was getting a promotion and the white guy was like that's all about race It was fucking hilarious. But uh, back to the census thing and white people losing their mind. Uh, So 2043, white people – or excuse me, Mexicans will be the – Hispanics will be the number one demographic in America. And um, so I read the thing, and, like, I have no problem with it. Like, fantastic. Whoever the fuck is running America, run America.
1: Yo, I was going to say. yeah, Yes. You know, because – people gonna so reign supreme wherever so just the fact that we just we're gonna spill the blood and we're gonna mix and all the shit but i had heard some sort of like conspiracy theory that there's like a farm somewhere where they're yeah. keeping like pure red white people and making sure that they don't get they don't cross free with any other races i know that sounds really far-fetched but i yeah. want to believe that though because come on now yep. We're as as deep as the white rate and race and root yeah. goes, wouldn't you want to protect your assets at Not least protected. a small percentage in case there is an outbreak of Beaner We gotta be able to kind of bring and, out the
0: emergency spray. And that's that whole Adolf Hitler like blonde hair excuse me blonde hair blue eyes supreme race. We gotta keep this motherfucker. And you know what? Um, fucking England like I don't want the queen to get mad, but like that's some some shit with like the same family have has run England forever in a day and like there was a report um recently that oh no I got excited <laughs> I got too excited hit the mic but uh there's this uh report how everybody in England um come from comes from the same family line that's only like a thousand years old and so it just shows like how much interbreeding like that they do and like Especially the royal family, like what you do is you have these two people get married, and then down the line it breaks up, and once they reach the tenth and twelfth cousins, you have them mate and marry again because then you have a low chance of birth defect, but you keep that pure royal family bloodline going. Like it's some creepy ass shit going on over there. It's it's funny how right now how you mentioned the Hitler.
1: And you know, shout out to my Jew killers out there. <laughs> but let's just to choose
0: are blast. Hashtag but anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic.
1: <laughs> now, uh, and, and another shout out. I have a very geeky homie of mine. He's the shit. He get me back in the gym. Uh, C underscore monster on Instagram if you want to holler at him. Oh. Uh, but we're talking about X Men. And um, mm. and I guess because you know how uh, was it Magneto oh, and, fucks and with some Xavier, go and uh, it the me. originals they were Jews, too by the way uh, but there there was a thing to where that they said that mutation actually started yeah with,
0: with the blue eyes like no blue, right or
1: were we talking yes. about that
0: yeah well I don't think we talked about it but I have brought it up and I'll go ahead and school the people okay. yo there was this other report Get that there. came out recently and this is something all the people who don't know their history there's something and I'm not being Afrocentric this is, you can look this up there's this um, thing called mitochondrial E where if you follow the mitochondrial DNA which is what comes from the mother if you follow it back everybody on earth is related to one woman who lived 200,000 years ago in Africa so the mother of all homo sapiens is a black woman now then there's the whole out of Africa thing where in the 50,000 years ago, people spread out and went to different regions. That's the reason that's kind Mother of what <laughs> and that's what calls the different races, like the people who went to Europe. Like I can get deep in that, yeah. but I won't. But um, essentially, there was a report that came out not too long ago where they went through the DNA and everybody who's blonde hair and blue eye is related to someone that was uh, it was a genetic mutation ten thousand years ago, where essentially blonde hair and blue eye. It's like an albino. this yeah. like it's a mutation, and so. There's this whole thing where, you know, in today's society, it's a Eurocentric society. Even in America, we want to believe that this is American belief systems. But no, this, we're the product of Europe. This is Europeans that came over here and run America. There's this whole, that blonde hair, blue eye is the greatest thing. But actually, if you go back 10,000 years ago, that was a mutation that's when humans kind of changed in something, so yeah, that's the whole mitochondrial DNA, everybody goes back 200,000 years ago to the same person, but blonde hair, uh, blue-eyed white people go back to one person 10,000 years ago, and I was watching uh, Hidden Colors, and they actually broke it down, um, about the mutation where essentially you have the out of Africa thing where uh they the people left Africa 50,000 years ago and then you have certain people that went up to Europe now a lot of people don't know 50,000 years ago we we're in the middle of the ice age so a great majority of the world was frozen except for the areas around the equator because that's where earth is the hottest and so these uh the tribes that went up to Europe they got caught in the Ice Age, they got caught in the caves, and that's where all that cave art and the thought of cavemen came from. It was just the people who got trapped in the caves up in Europe during the Ice Age. Now, the reason why the um, blonde hair and blue eyes starts to develop over time was because the reason why black people are dark is because the dark skin protects us, the melanin in our skin protects us from the sun. So we could be out in the sun and we're not getting skin cancer or anything like that. But if you're in an ice age, if you're in a cave, you need more of that vitamin A and C and whatnot from the sun. So you start to shed your melanin because you need to bring in more of that sun then you know black people have nappy hair and all that it's to once again it protects us from the sun now the white people develop the long hair because now they need to uh keep their their brains warm and so the hair grows straight and it covers the back of the neck to keep them warm now black people we have big noses everybody knows that and it was once again all the white man's air (laughs) breathing in all the white man's air and the reason why we have big noses is, once again, we're in Africa. We're out and about being hunter gatherers. We need to suck in more air to cool the brain down. Now, the white, the people who became white people up in Europe, their noses got smaller because they didn't need to suck in as much air because the brain was already cool because they're in a cool environment. Like, yo, science is a motherfucker. It just they kind of broke down, you know, where it came from. But then there's this whole notion, though. You see a lot of it that you know the Greeks and the Romans and the great white civilizations of the past were the only ones who did anything but that's not quite the case but uh and I don't, well go ahead
1: oh no it's insane I mean that that makes total sense and if, and if we do all have a trace back to the motherland yeah. uh, whether it be Queen of Sheba or what have you um. that, would, that would explain my massive dick but one thing. <laughs> one thing but once again well it's kind of funny especially yeah. and it, actually the, the geeky notion that I want to say before we went into other shit yeah. is how they're saying you know how the, like the, back to the X-Men line about oh, yeah. how it was during the Hill Times where all the segregation, all the mutation should happen, mm. all this pure whiteness mm. was a fucking mutation. And it was out yeah. of his ignorance, he felt he was a
0: superior race over just yeah. some shit that just eventually crossed yeah. his path. And once again, you know, I'm pretty sure there's some people out there scoffing at this, and this isn't, once again, to meant to be racist or like, because that's the one thing, the reason why a lot of people hate that 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 mutation word is because when you think mutation you think something bad but it's not necessarily you know bad it's just it's a changing in in dna it's a changing in people but that's you know and and once again you can google it to every blonde hair blue eye person is related to a mutation that started ten thousand years ago so go ahead and just do your research before you hit me up on twitter a at arizona verse fuck you and your black afrocentric views but
1: 'Cause we're giving Twitter shout outs real fast. You um. can find me at tweetbopple that's my medium page, at um. Bat Apple, that's my purview page. Um. And at Soap Apple, and that's my Christian page. <laughs> and uh, I think I have a poetic one and some creeper one, but I don't really use yeah, those he, too much.
0: He's mouth schizophrenic, but don't don't mind him.
1: But <laughs> creepy and I know
0: we're going back to the census of uh 2043 so uh the whole to wrap this all up like i read that article and i thought that was pretty interesting but what was more interesting is when you get to the bottom of the screen and you start reading the comment section and i have this this viewpoint where if you really want to know how people think visit the comment section of any website that you're on and a lot of people excuse me call it internet or keyboard courage but no i think that's genuinely how people think because i've never said anything racist or sexist or fucked up in the comment section i'm just saying how i feel and anybody who says something fucked up in the comment section that comes from somewhere in you that's all truth that that comes from somewhere And so I read the article, I'm like, okay, that's dope and all that. Now, I come down to the bottom of the, and once again, this is the U.S. news one, and when you get down to the bottom and read some of the top comments, uh, motherfuckers is racist. America, you racist. (laughs) Uh, Let's see some of the comments. So this guy, Dick-21, a whole bunch of other numbers, says, From this article, we are going to be more like Africa or Mexico in the future. Neither seem appealing. (laughs) Wow. Damn. And this other dude, Jazz Cowboy, says, I'll be gone by 2043, and I'm taking the white majority with me. Good luck. Uh, Let's see what else this one dude I don't even get this he says by the time this date rolls around what is left of the country will be Chinese Muslims
1: right. bad. how much money we owe to the Chinese I yes,
0: but why Chinese Muslims like, because
1: Obama's taking us there I, I, don't, know. That,
0: I don't know that we're going to start sucking the Middle East <laughs> dick and all become Muslim and, and, and that's the whole uh, you're so racist that the racism <laughs> doesn't even make sense <laughs> you just, just racist that's just right uh, let's see what else they said Um mm. Geo Tetson, which I shouldn't be surprised that Tetson is getting racist. The Geo thing. The I mean. G- yeah. But uh it says when this happens there will no longer be an America. Um, it will slip into just being another third world nation. Like, damn, exactly. like when white people ain't running shit, it's just going to fucking go to the ground. Like only the white man could run a civilization properly.
1: That almost makes me want to be proud to be my race. Yeah. Like I said, I hate it
0: and then somebody said uh, I'm going to marry me an Aryan blonde woman oh. to help the white race <coughs> that's what I want to do too for the opposite reason <laughs> I want to help spread the virus <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, let's see, D-Man says, well, fellow white folks, it has been a hell of a run. (laughs) Minorities, I'm sure you'll take this country to even greater heights in the next 200 plus years than our founding fathers did. Best of luck. And then in uh, quotations, it says, rummages manically through drawer for passport. And I want to know, like, where the fuck are you going to go?
1: There's, man, there's
0: there's plenty of brothers out in Europe, so good luck. Thinking
1: you're going to run shit there. Nigga,
0: we everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Uh, Y'all heard niggas in Paris, right? <laughs> Jay-Z and Kanye told her niggas in Paris. That was a, he was warning that guy, like, you don't want to go over here because niggas is in Paris. We getting it in over here. And uh, let me see if there any more. Uh, oh, uh, JCB, whole bunch of numbers, says, as REM sings, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> Glad to be <laughs> glad to be older. I truly believe my generation is the last one that will live better than the previous generation. Generation, all good things come to an end. We humans will screw the whole thing up. Probably annihilate inali- each other within the next hundred years, if not sooner, sooner. And I love that he put humans in quotations because he wanted to say that darker-skinned people are gonna fuck shit up. But by him putting humans in there, oh, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying we're all gonna fuck it up. Wasn't it
1: some sort of amendment that said that to we are all what mankind or I go, goes, supposed goes to show my history. Um, <laughs> but there's some kind of line to where all men are created equal. Yeah. Man being yeah. the the quote unquote thing yeah. and what one would consider a man And what
0: you consider a man because if you go back in time back then, especially with the slavery and all that, black people were considered three fifths of a man. Like an animal. So yeah, we were animals. We weren't full man, so this Take dream this American dream isn't for you, buddy and actually, I want to kind of top
1: on uh, on those comments and definitely yeah, keep yeah. them coming. Yeah. But it reminds me of a movie, and I had to look it up right now called *Idiocracy*. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, but it that. was a big burn because all right, I'm gonna read to you the summary of it. says Private Joe Bars or whatever. The definition of your average American is selected by a the, by the Pentagon to be a guinea pig for a top secret hibernation program. Guy and he wakes up 500 years in the future and he discovers society so incredibly dumbed down that he's easily the most uh, intelligent person alive now the fucked up thing about this when you find out this future 500 years from then is that everyone is fucking mexican everyone <laughs> even trejo something and i forget what his last name is but trejo, yeah. you know the ugly looking yeah, mexican yeah. this motherfucker is like the king of the world yeah and just stupid as hell and to yes. show you that, that the dumbest white person now is going to
0: smarter than the smartest mexican 200 years which or 500 is, which is racist and Yo. such
1: propaganda man and
0: it's hilarious too because um i like watching um you have those post-apocalyptic future movies and all that and one thing you'll notice is there's not a lot of black people in the future. Any of these Hollywood movies, there's not a lot of black people in the future. It's because you kill each other before then happens. Yeah, because, you know, we listen to all this rap music. So we're going to we're <laughs> going to I've been listening to too much Lil Wayne. So I'm gonna murder my fellow man before we get there. You should. For the for the, for the, uh, for the listeners, if you are listening to Lil Wayne, you might as well go kill yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, keep I know. Going. So let's see, uh, any more comments? Uh, Anguish says, so does that mean the American dream of the home with picket fence and well-groomed kids? Oh. Fourth of July parties, apple oh. pie, etc. has gone to? Oh. I wonder, guess color of the skin is the commodity of the century. Will color cash revolt in the future? Why, yes, but this country never waited for the future. Today is here trying to get all deep that's, and shit. Uh, yeah,
1: actually, that, that's, I want to respect it, but also that's fucking foul. So are you starting to say that we'd be full of tamales? Yeah. Which, I mean, most would argue white people love tamales. They call them tamales.
0: Let me see. And then uh, this one, D Joe 34, this one's kind of long, but he says the black population of America is only 13%. Even though they are encouraged to breed with welfare and child support programs, there are still a smaller percentage of the population than Mexicans that come illegally. We could easily stop them with a wall, a wall. Not anything technological, because apparently Mexicans are too stupid to climb a wall or go under it or around it, but uh, hey, that's him speaking. Maybe they're trying to do the Chinese thing. They want to use the Mexicans to build the wall to keep the Mexicans out. (laughs) Can you guys build this wall real quick? Okay, thank you. Can you get back on the other side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. get yourself out. (laughs) Um, It says the Chinese built one 2,000 years ago to keep the Mongols out, but 2,000 years later, the Great... The greatest technological advanced nation can't do the same. Hispanics can move to any of the countries and they got a whole bunch of list of countries I won't read and they speak Spanish. Uh they can be among the majority in any of these countries, but they insist on invading America and I'ma add white America. Um, why? If all of these other countries suck so badly, why do they want to turn America into the same? It is bizarre that people who want to change America so much, but expect it to remain the same great nation that it currently is. Yeah. Yeah. And then let me see. I got one more. It says a uh, theory or serious or delirious posted. So will white people become a protected class, too? <laughs> yeah. So that's about all I could read without getting completely upset at white people and once again it's not all white people I'm generalizing but it's these white people on this fucking thing yeah. motherfuckers are racist, really? racist. real racist <laughs> I don't like say it's just real motherfucking crazy so I uh, want to thank y'all for uh, sitting in with us again with the IBHM podcast did you have anything else you want to bring up? Uh, no I mean uh, I'm, I'm guessing we're going to kind of do what
1: we did last time throw all the snippets whether oh. it be on our SoundCloud <laughs>
0: Yeah, what's the sunset again? So uh, y'all go ahead and hit y'all with the shit. Uh, yeah, once again, you know, like I said, thanks for checking out, on, uh, checking us out. IBHM podcast, uh, which stands for I'm Black He's Mexican. Uh, once again, the email address is I'm Mexican at gmail.com, And I forgot to mention this up, but if there's any artists out there or producers yes. who want to check us out and um, want to add some music, cause like you know we play the instrumentals in the background we end the uh, show with a song like if you want to submit some shit go ahead and hit us up at imblackmexican at gmail dot com now one thing I will say though send us a link to somewhere where we can download it like a band camp or something don't just send me an mp3 cause I'm not downloading attachments well, you're not giving me your aids through the internet
1: <laughs> I might, cause I'm the type that doesn't like wearing condoms, so I might just do it. <laughs> I, I like a raw dog. So, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but definitely, yeah. Send us a link so we don't have to do all that. And um, uh, and actually, I'm calling, I'm calling my my buddy out, uh, Big T 5 Uh Make sure you get it so we can get us a link. If he just released a mixtape, and we'll probably talk about yeah. it next time. But yeah, send your stuff and Michelle. shout, shout, shout.
0: Yeah. So, uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash IBHM podcast. You can find us on Twitter at IBHM podcast. We're on YouTube.com slash IBHM podcast where I'll put snippets from the show. Where, huh? I'm, I'm just saying I'm black. Oh, you hey. just ad lib. Um, yeah. um, um. <laughs> so, don't get your. This- so we uh, do little two, three three-minute snippets on uh, the YouTube pages, so people can check that out. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr at ibhmpodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us at WordPress at ibhmpodcast.wordpress.com. We're on MySpace. Yes, it still exists, and actually, it's better than ever. Yeah, the new, it looks sleek. I like, I like what they're doing. I'm mean, Thank I you, JT. With it. Yeah, I know. Shouts out to JT because you helped us. Uh, it's MySpace.com/slash/ibhmpodcast find us on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash ibhm podcast you can find us on podomatic at ibhm com. and if you don't remember any of those just find us at ibhm com, where we have links to all of that shit yo are, are we gonna have the show on the web yeah, so i post post, uh, if you go to the web, or uh, actually on all of them, I'm, okay. I'm putting the uh, full show will be on uh, the web page, it'll be on Podomatic, it'll be on WordPress uh, soon, not yet, probably by uh, episode two, by the end of episode two, we should um, have it up on WordPress, and then we should be on iTunes and Stitcher by then, um, we just gotta get all that set up, you know, we're starting up, so, you know, we gotta have some content before they'll fuck with you. And um, but yeah if you go to the ibhmpodcast.web I always call it weebly but it's actually pronounced weebly w e e b l y um, if you go to weebly or ibhmpodcast.weebly.com uh there's a episodes tab and if you click on that it has uh, the artwork and all that from the show and it has a little synopsis of what we talked about and you can listen to it through Podomatic
1: I just
0: hope you can edit this motherfucker
1: right away so that Yo. I can post some shit because I already I sent
0: a little bit of invites to my Facebook because yeah. I didn't think could do it before. Yeah, we getting
1: some people. So oh, I want her to impress the shit.
0: We are coming and up? Yeah, we is. And once again, the slogan of the show, which I didn't give out before, is if you don't like this podcast, you must be racist. If you don't like this podcast, it's because I'm black and he's Mexican. That's the only reason why. Oh. Uh, so yeah go ahead and if you want to hit us up you can find me at my official website whoisadversity.com you can find yeah. my main man over here yeah,
1: I don't have that official website just mm. yet so mm. you want to, to find me on Instagram at soulbuffle I'm on SoundCloud too I have little snippets of some weird mm. shit at soulbuffle mm. and uh, really anything at soulbuffle
0: yeah so, uh, fucks with us as we fuck with you. Once again, we appreciate everybody. And once again, I want to end this. With another shout out to my main man Travis Ryan and Barbrick uh, Purnell for giving us the three shout outs on the PW Torch East Coast cast. Once again, heard every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio. So once again, till next time. peace and love.
1: On a rooftop. On a rooftop. I want.